Hey everyone, and welcome to The Ad Project, an ongoing series about two guys who put their heads together to start the world's most advanced Amazon advertising agency. They've obsessed over all things in the Amazon advertising world, built an industry-leading platform to gain deeper insights, and continuously test, trial, and push to uncover the most effective advertising strategies. Now, they're going to help you grow your Amazon business by pulling back the curtain to share what they've discovered. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. I'm Joe, and I'm here with Matt from AdAdvance. How are you doing today, Matt? Doing good, Joe. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing good. Yeah. So today, what we're going to do is um, we're going to talk a lot through sponsor brands. But before we jump into that, just to give everybody kind of an overview, if you're just starting to listen now to the podcast, um, Matt and I, we run AdAdvance, which is an Amazon PPC agency. I personally started as a seller back in 2014. And then through that journey, we've built up our Amazon PPC agency. And through that, we've gained a ton of insight. So what we really want to do is just sit down and share key learnings we've experienced, key pieces that you can implement within your campaigns yourself. And then also just kind of providing a journey from front to back on walking through each key piece of Amazon PPC. So this is a fun one to dig into sponsored brands. So Matt, maybe we can just jump right into it and give me an overview of sponsor brands. What's the ad is? Where does it show up? Sure. Yeah. So probably the most familiar placement for sponsor brands would be at top of search in search results. So it would be like the banner ad at the top of the very top of search results above listings, typically showcases a few products, could have a custom image in it, maybe some copy. Uh, up to three products and and maybe a storefront. There are also sponsor brand impressions in search results. That would be video. It'll show up at the bottom. Most of the the display banner ads they look pretty similar in search. Video is one that's really unique, stands out a ton. We'll get into that more later. But once you click through on a listing on product pages, there are also some some sponsor brand placements. So you may see brands similar to this product or just product targeting impressions with really basic images, display ads. Yeah. Yeah. And some other key things to kind of hit on for a sponsor brand. So way back in the day, it was actually referred to as headline search ads. So if you ever hear of HSA or headline search ads, that's actually the first iteration of a sponsor brand. So that's essentially that banner that pops up at the top with three different products. And as we're talking about sponsored brands, probably a key thing to keep in mind for this ad type, if we compare it to like sponsored products, is that these ads are really good at introducing people to your brand, hence the name sponsored brands. And they usually get people a little further up in the sales funnel. So sponsored products, it's usually right when they're about ready to buy. And now I'm just comparing products to see what's the specific one I want to purchase. Whereas sponsored brands can show up a bit higher in that funnel. So, you know, I've got an idea on what I want to look for, but I'm going to be browsing around. I'm going to check out these different brands. And then if I find a brand that I like, now I'm going to pinpoint down to a specific product and then purchase that. So it's a little bit of a different buying journey that we have for sponsored brands, but these can be really powerful. I mean, like Matt, one thing, you know, we always tell our clients too, like, it's really hard to get your your brand to stick out on Amazon just because everything's so standardized. So sponsored brands and then in combination with storefronts, really, 
it, it gives you another opportunity to really expand your brand presence overall and build that connection with your, your customers. So I guess, Matt, any, any th- other pieces you'd add there? Yeah, completely. I mean, sponsored brands, it's a unique ad type in that there's actually creative components associated with it in contrast to sponsored products. So it's an awesome opportunity for you to use lifestyle images or tools to just connect your brand with the audience that's searching for your products. So like sponsored products, you're still picking keywords relevant to the product. You, you're matching your ad impressions to related search by customers. But rather than just showing a, a product they're interested, you can show them a brand that you're interested in. So you can align copy with your brand's personality and just form more of an emotional connection with the client. It helps a lot with LTV and keeping customers in brand, making repeat purchases. And it helps for just like brand recognition and callbacks. So somebody sees your product on Amazon, they're more likely to uh, remember it if they don't complete the purchase in that visit when they circle back. Uh, Just helps people connect with your product a bit more. Yeah, for sure. And another unique piece that we have is that you can send people directly to your product listing or you can send them to like areas that are different, like your storefront. And so for sponsored products, you are always just directing them directly to your product page, your product listing. And again, it's kind of how this falls in the the funnel sponsored products. They're just comparing products at that point, sponsored brands. Now we can take them back a bit, make that connection with them and then deliver the sales after that. So Matt, I mean, could you walk through like the, the different sponsor brand ad types, the different options that we have? Uh, we can kind of save sponsor brands video up to the end, but maybe you want to walk through the other landing pages that we've got. Yeah, totally. So product collections are going to be the most popular sponsor brand type that you'll use outside of maybe video, which we'll talk about later. But uh, so product collections, you choose up to three products that will be showcased in the banner ad. And then you can choose either a product collection, a product landing page, or a storefront landing page. So with a storefront, you still have those three products, up to three products displayed in the banner. If they click either the, the image or the logo or the brand name or to view the store, they'll be re- redirected to a specific storefront landing page, either your main storefront or sub pages in your store to see your full collection of products and maybe some copy and additional enhancements that you have on those the store pages. The product landing pages would just be a collection of products, kind of tile-based, that Amazon builds for you. So storefronts are a lot more customizable. You can include more copy, more images, and those product landing pages are just you know, a collection of products essentially. So we do see better conversion rates with storefront landing pages. Amazon, they've given quite a few different metrics with respect to the the benefit of product landing pages, but they've always had a bias towards storefronts. And it makes sense just because you can curate a better product collection. You can include that copy and just make it a lot more visually appealing to, to aid in those conversions. Yeah, and that was that was one thing that we noticed too, or that we really wanted to test is that Amazon was saying that sending them to your storefront tends to get better conversion rates overall. And at first, to me, that sounded a bit backwards because now they've got to go through a couple other steps to actually purchase my products. They had to click the ad. Now they had to go to my storefront. Now they had to go to my product. 
But as we've actually tested it, that is absolutely correct. And so if you're looking at running ads and you're trying to figure out where to start, directing them to the storefront would be the way to go. Overall, we see conversion rates being about a half a percent better going to storefront versus product pages. So it's not a major difference, but it definitely is a difference there. And then sending them to the storefront. The other benefit is really being able to build that connection with your brand too, where if you're sending them directly to the product page, now they may just be purchasing that product, but they didn't form that emotional connection with your brand, which you can help to implement when you're on the storefront itself. So overall, yeah, our, our analytics confirm that sending them to the storefront is better. It's not a huge amount though. So it overall, I, I would run both. Yeah, I would lean towards just running the, the product landing pages. If you don't have a storefront set up yet, maybe you're a newer brand registered seller with a product collection landing page, there's still an extra step to click through and get to the listing. It's just, it's a more basic UI. So maybe it's a more familiar layout for Amazon shoppers. It's a collection of just your products. So there could be some benefits there. And that's maybe why the conversion benefit is a little bit more even than what Amazon boasts. That's a good point too. If you don't have a storefront set up, like do not let that hold you up running sponsored brands. Like, like we're saying, the conversion rate difference between the two is pretty minimal overall. Yeah. And the, the product layout has improved a ton over the years. Really last year, uh, Amazon made a bunch of changes to it where it's more tiled. It's just, it looks a lot better. It looks more like a storefront now too. So yeah. yeah, some nice improvements there. There's also store spotlights. It's another sponsor brand ad type. It's mostly mobile placements only. I know Amazon's trialed some desktop placements with store spotlights. I've seen them firsthand and store spotlight ads. They're kind of more of a niche campaign. Um, they're a lot broader than your product collections or even typical product collection sponsor brand campaigns with a storefront landing page. And that they don't showcase a product in the banner. They just showcase your storefronts. I think it's up to three store pages. So it's good for really top of funnel approaches. So if you have a really diverse group of products that relates to a certain product category, product group, and you have a lot of product diversity there, you can use that ad type to get an audience full exposure to your, to your whole product mix. If you don't have hero products within that category, they tend to work well. Or if your reviews are maybe a little bit mixed and you don't want to showcase a product in the banner ad that has visual three and a half stars or a price point that's higher relative to the top ranked organically, you can move people one step closer to purchase just by having them move to your storefront, see a collection of products that they're interested in where they're not exposed to any of your competitions. Yeah. So I'm, one other major difference, so if we look at sponsored products, so we've been talking a lot about sponsored products up to this point and now going to sponsored brands, there's this creative element that you can add into the ads. And so Matt, maybe you help educate me too. So what, what's your key pieces that you've seen have worked really well on the creative side? How do you tend to approach them? What do you use in terms of copy? How, how do you approach that? Probably the coolest feature that came out in 2020 was the ability to use a custom image with your sponsor brand creative. It expands the size of the ad quite a bit, but it's just a great way to showcase your product in a really unique light that's totally different than any other listing in search results. So we've seen lifestyle images uh, work really well there or just 
product close-ups, product applications. We those custom images have really aided in performance. The other piece would be um, using the right copy. So that's an art, and there's no one-size-fits-all rule across all categories. With one exception, I guess, if creative isn't your strongest suit, one of the things that you can do is just check your search term reports, look at your top converting keywords for the products you're going to be advertising in those sponsor brand campaigns, and pick keywords that convert really well. So if you align that copy with the customer's search, it'll just form a bit of a connection and increase the likelihood of a click-through or conversion. So you don't need to get super creative with your headlines, with the taglines that you add to those campaigns. But when you do, we've also seen really great results. Kind of a, a good example of that was when we were advertising for a pretty large watch seller. And it was like four days before Christmas and sales were starting to trend down just because, you know, really last minute deliveries will be there on Christmas Eve. Potentially, we launched a sponsor brand campaign with the copy time is ticking since it's watches and then showcase their three value watches. And it converted substantially better than our other sponsor brand campaigns at the time, just because it aligned with exactly what the audience was looking for. Time is ticking. I don't know. It, the play on words helped and just creating that sense of urgency helped. <laughs> I like that. I, I, I didn't know about that one. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, another piece to just keep in mind too. So one feature that we would love to see is being able to actually like split test creatives. So like, for instance, if I go and I create a Google ad, I can add multiple different creatives and then see how each performs. Unfortunately for Amazon, we can't do that. We can set up similar campaigns with different creatives, but you still get one campaign that could get higher <clears throat> relevancy than others for like keywords or product targets. And so it's hard right now to fully split test and test these different creatives other than just continually creating these ads <laughs> and then seeing how they perform over time. So um, that, that's really the key thing that we do. And with the volume that we set up really helps us out on the creative side. But Matt, maybe um, walk through targeting types. So um, how do we target these ads? So a keyword product targets, maybe walk us through that quick. Yeah, so sponsor brands like sponsor products has options for both keyword targeting and product targeting. If you're setting up sponsor brand campaigns, chances are you're probably already running sponsor product campaigns. If you're not, you should be. So use your data from sponsor products to help you set up your sponsor brand campaigns. Pick your winning keywords, leverage those in your sponsor brand campaigns for those products. Pick your winning product targets, leverage those in product targeting sponsor brand campaigns. Leverage all the existing data you have in your account. You don't need to learn the same lessons twice. When I'm launching a brand new sponsored brand campaign, normally I'm a little bit more limited on the keyword mix on the front end. I'll probably pick anywhere from 15 to 25 winners from sponsored products and target those to start and then look to expand from there. On the keyword targeting side, one thing I'd say is be cautious with broad match. Broad match types are totally different with sponsored brands than they are with sponsored products. They're almost like an auto campaign for sponsored brands and that Amazon will match any keyword that they deem relevant to it. The keyword that you input that you're targeting doesn't have to exist in the phrase that Amazon, the search term that Amazon matches 
that too to trigger an impression we'll, we'll call it a super broad match type for yeah. <laughs> sponsor brands it just it, it seems to be so much broader than what we see for like sponsored products so there are modifiers you can add to convert your broad keywords to traditional broad keywords that you use in your sponsored product campaigns probably so if you add a plus sign right ahead of the keywords then it's essentially a must include in the search term that it matches to otherwise you're going to get impressions for a pretty massive mix of targets a good example of this is uh, we always set up brand defense sponsor brand campaigns we don't want somebody else conquesting our brand and sponsor brand placements are you kidding me so we'll target branded keywords so pepsi would be targeting pepsi related keywords if you enter pepsi as broad match in your brand defense campaign you're going to get soda pop soda coke all kinds of just loosely related keywords to that string in your brand defense campaign and it's not going to behave like a brand defense campaign it's potentially not even defending your brand adequately yeah for sure yeah. so yeah so a couple of key points there when setting up sponsored brands just be really cognizant of the broad match type um so we always tend to go to a phrase or exact just because broad is so broad unless you want a really wide net <laughs> for potential customers so that's overall talking through like the base sponsor brand ads um keywords product target so pretty similar to the sponsored product side um one other ad type that we want to hit on which has really become our favorite is or one of our favorites for sure is sponsor brands video so overall sponsor brands video gives a really cool way to set your product or your brand apart on amazon like we talked about just before, it, it can be really hard to establish a solid brand presence. Or the other piece that can be really hard to do is to establish what makes your product unique, even if you're not focused on the brand specifically. And so sponsor brands video can be great for that. For instance, I have three kids and there can be different toys that we get. And I want to see how they're actually used. I can see them in the box, but I want to see people actually playing with it. Like if we get a little toy rocket, I'm, I'm a science nerd and we're going to shoot off this toy rocket in the back. I want to see a video of how it's actually going to go. And so if I can see a video in the search results, I'm going to watch it. And if that looks like that matches what I'm looking for, I'm going to click on it and I'm probably going to buy it. And that's exactly what we see from the stats. So overall, a conversion rate tends to be about the highest. The only other higher conversion rate ad type is sponsor products top of search sponsor brands video is right below that and the key reason is that just like what we said it kind of gives your everybody a preview on what your product is before they click on it and you only pay when they actually click on it the other key piece is just the real estate that this takes up so a sponsor brand video shows up in the search results typically about halfway down if you're scrolling down a bit and it takes up like the entire width of the page um, mobile it takes up most of the screen desktop it takes up a huge amount you got the video off to the side and then the product listing off to the right and so you get a ton of information up front and really allows you to set that product apart before they even click on it so matt in terms of like video itself so one question we commonly get is, do I need this professional video to succeed? Like, what have you seen work? Yeah. So, no, you don't. My recommendation is if you're not running sponsor brand video, get a video ASAP. Don't spend like a month trying to lock down the perfect 
production company and look for the perfect video asset. Get started with something simple, something quick, because it performs so well. You're missing out if you're not using it. We've seen sellers film with their iPhones, with, you know, average devices. Yeah, we, we've uh, seen other ones who use just their listing images. Yeah. And then put those together kind of in a slideshow, just with text that pops up and background sound and everything too, like really basic. And you can use all the current assets that you have just from images to make that. And we've seen some of those do well. Obviously, if you have like the higher production quality and can really show what differentiates your product, you're probably going to do even better. But the key thing that we're saying is that these are doing good enough where don't hesitate to start, get something up there. And then you can, as you have that original video up, now you can get something more professional. So like totally. what's key things that they should hit with these videos if they're getting them created? So if your product is unique, it has really unique attributes, make sure to highlight those. What makes it stand out from your competitors? What makes it higher quality? This is an awesome opportunity for you to provide social proof that doesn't exist in any other format on Amazon. People traditionally just have to go off listing quality and reviews to try and figure out whether you have a quality product. Uh, show them with video. I mean, they're so prominent in search that they're going to be viewed substantially more than your listing videos. So it's a really good uh, opportunity to just show those unique features and hook the audience, get them to click through and purchase. We also see great results with lifestyle videos, and those are probably my favorite. I mean, I've, I've purchased multiple products from Amazon since Sponsor Brand Video rolled out because of video. Like, uh, I bought my kitchen faucet a couple of weeks ago that I installed uh, on Amazon because it had some really cool attributes that they showed that I just, I wasn't getting from other listings, showed exactly how it worked. And yeah, I mean, it convinced me to purchase solely based on that ad type. And I'm looking at sponsor brand video ads all day. So it's just, it's a really good ad type. But yeah, anyways, going back to lifestyle images, it's just going to help you build a closer connection, build your brands, improve LTV and help your product stand out. Yeah. So there's really two ways to, to look at the video side. So one is I'm going to demonstrate core attributes, the features, and maybe show it in use as one of the key focal points that you could do. Another one is like more of the lifestyle branded approach. So let me make my brand stand out. And then from there, now I'm convinced that this brand fits me. It's a good match for me. Now I can look at the specific product on the listing and then see what those details are. So you can take one or both approaches um, and just know that they both hit on different pieces to sell people when they're seeing those videos to actually go and purchase the product. So overall, in terms of like bids and everything, so sponsor brands video, there's not as much space just because it... it I say there, there's not as much inventory just because it takes up so much space, so much real estate. So from a cost per click perspective, expect to pay more for these ads, but it's typically really worth it because they convert so much better. So know that, you know, if I pay a dollar for sponsored products, maybe I'm paying like a buck 60, a buck 70 for a sponsored brand's video ad. But with that extra conversion rate that I see, if I'm seeing the 18% conversion rate versus, you know, like an 11% conversion rate with sponsored products as a whole, it's probably going to pay off and give me a good return and provide that other source of income. Plus, this can be a great way to get those new to brand customers too. So especially if you're in like a consumable space, say you're in supplements where they're going to come back and have repeat purchases, 
sponsor brands videos, another great way to really set yourself apart, get those new customers who are going to keep coming back over time. So Matt, any other pieces that you would add on sponsor brands as a whole? Anything that we missed? I'm going to get down in the weeds a little bit before before right. we change subjects, All right. right? Yeah. N- not, um, not too far. So in a previous episode, we talked about placements and bidding by placement is one of my favorite sponsor product features. I love the way we optimize placements. It's a fascinating subject and there are unique tactics to do it right. Sponsor brands is no different. So what I love about sponsor brand placement data is you can get it at the keyword level. So if you pull a bulk file, if you download a bulk file in that bulk operations tab of your your ad console, you'll get placement stats for top of search and rest of search for every keyword in your sponsor brand campaigns. It's super beneficial to look at those because top of search converts so much better. Page one, you're reaching an audience that's much less finicky, much less picky, ready to buy than page two. So top of search, super important. What you can do is for an, each keyword, you can look at the distribution of impressions or clicks between top of search and rest of search. And if rest of search is eating up a lot of impressions, you're not seeing a high distribution going to top of search, that's a signal that you can increase bids. So in any case where you have a keyword that has solid performance in general, but it's not generating a lot of top of, of search impressions, get more aggressive ramp it up. Um, Even some keywords that aren't performing well or like are on the bubble, when they're put in top of search placements, they can convert quite a bit better. So it's good to always test your bids against that distribution of placements between top of search and rest of search and see if that conversion benefits there to make some targets profitable or make profitable targets way more profitable or drive way more sales. So that's an awesome feature. Make sure to take advantage of it if you're not already. Yeah. So being able to see the the placement metrics on a target level, meaning keyword or product target level, is is really cool. A sponsored brands. Whereas if we look at sponsored products, we get the placement metrics on a campaign level, and we can adjust them on the campaign level. So you do get that extra layer of visibility and control. It's a little bit more advanced in how to analyze it and utilize it. Matt kind of walked through high level how we do that. But if you have any other questions, feel free to reach out to us on that, just because it is different between the two ad types and how you control it and a little bit different strategy. But there definitely is a major advantage being able to see with that level of visibility. So, well, we'll probably wrap this one up um, with sponsored brands just to recap. So. Overall, we use sponsor brands. It's more of a middle funnel type ad type versus your sponsor products, which tend to be, I'm going to pick my product and move on. Sponsor brands is a good way to make that connection with your brand as a whole. So there's the traditional sponsor brand ads, which are like the banner ads that show up with the three products at the top. They show up on product listing pages and then sponsor brands video. We talked through that and that's really an exciting ad type overall. If you're looking at launching traditional sponsor brand ads, know that you can target both your storefront or product detail pages. Storefront tends to convert a bit better, but don't let that hold you up if you don't have a storefront established yet. Still target those product detail pages because they tend to do really well still. And overall, this is a solid ad type. So if we look at kind of the progression that we go through, 
we start with sponsored products. That's going to be 70 to 80% of my overall ad spend. Then I go to sponsored brands. That's going to be 10 to 20%. And now next episode, we're going to walk to sponsored display, uh, which tends to be that incremental five to 10%. But sponsored display, I'm really excited for that episode too, because they're adding a ton of new features. We're going to continue to see that grow. It's a major focus for Amazon going forward. So Overall, make sure to join us for the next episode. We'll talk through sponsored display. And then after that, we're going to have some fun really digging into holistic strategies where we can utilize all these different ad types, go into brand defense, conquesting, and talk through some of the niche strategies that we're utilizing. I know Matt's getting, you're getting really excited for this, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So make sure you're, you continue to follow along and I uh, definitely appreciate you taking the time to join. Thanks. Thank you.